0: ...turns to play the Boston Celtics' his former team, but he also gives them the bird. This is not the first time an NBA player gets into arguments with the fans. LeBron has done it. Russell Westbrook has done it. Even Russell Westbrook's wife talks back, claps back at insults to her husband. So the question is... Are today's NBA players and stars soft? Are the fans getting too out of control? Uh, Did the bubble kind of make NBA players soft? We're going to discuss all of that today here on the Coach Steve Show podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show. If you're watching this video on YouTube, please hit the like button and the subscribe button. It helps get the show out there. Really do appreciate it. If you're listening to the podcast in audio form, it can be listened to wherever you find your podcast. Please follow it and rate it. Give it a rating on Apple, a star rating on Apple. You can now rate it on Spotify, which is a new feature. So will please do that for me. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly Up Media Network, the old. Uh, name was Belly Up Sports. We have now transitioned to the Belly Up Media. So if you go to the website, it's still Belly Up Sports. If you go to BellyUpSports.com, you can check out all the blogs, podcasts, and different media things on there for you. There's something out there for everybody. And this podcast is also brought to you by Coach Stone Football and is back to the basics, drill manuals. You football coaches out there, I know you're all about drills. And getting back to the basics, which is what we all strive to do. We don't want to be too complicated. Coach Stone takes all the work out for us. Again, CoachStoneFootball.com. Check out his back-to-the-basics football drill manuals. You will never have to look up another drill again, I promise. So Kyrie and the Nets are now in the playoffs, and they're first in Kyrie's former team, the Boston Celtics. Now, We all know Boston is a sports town. It's a tough sports town. They love their teams. They're used to winning. Now, the Red Sox haven't won as much as the New England Patriots or the Boston Celtics. But regardless, in our lifetimes, they have won a couple World Series. This is a town that loves their sports. Blue collar, some political, but they love their sports. They're very animate. Kyrie should know this from being there before, and Kyrie should know going into this place is going to be hostile. That's one of the great things about sports. That's one of the great things about when you get into the playoffs. That's why there's a thing called home court advantage or home field advantage. Fans are going to go nuts. They go crazy for a few reasons. One, they love their teams. Two, they love the players. Three, they spit a ton of cash. It is expensive to go to any sort of type of sporting event. Any type of sporting event. And then you, the amount of money you pay for food and drinks and parking. you You invest a lot into this. That's why I've never quite understood players complaining about certain things especially when what pays them, now it's TV deals, but also the fans help pay that. Yes, TV deals, sponsorships, and everything pay a lot of these players' salaries. That's why we're seeing outrageous amount of money on these players. It's not all ticket sales, but that has a big thing to do with it because, again, if people don't buy the tickets, there's not going to be advertisement. If they're not winning, there won't be that. If people aren't tuning into the TV, it won't do it. Boston fans are going to be there no matter what. Now, before we get into what's happened in the past, let's talk about what happened with Kyrie. Fans are heckling him. Fans are yelling things at him. Fans are saying and doing anything they can to get under his skin. And he returns and hitting a shot, turning to the fan and giving them the middle finger. Then as he's standing there, he like messes with his hair And then when the camera behind him, he's got two middle fingers pointed to the fans. Now, as a competitor, as a human being, it's hard when people are heckling you, talking smack to you, to not say something back. If you were walking down the street or anywhere else and somebody said something to you, you'd probably say something back after a while if you heard it enough times. That's just human nature. That's just what we do. As professional athletes, where it is in a gray area is they are held to a higher standard. And the reason they're held to a higher standard is because, one, the title professional athlete, you are now a professional The second thing is you make a ton of money to play a game. You make a ton of money to do what us old folks do, speaking in basketball terms, do at the YMCA, where we play YMCA leagues and we do that for fun. Some you pay to be in tournaments. You are making millions of dollars. Even your subpar players in the NBA are making money. Same thing with baseball. You're making a lot of money. Football is hard for us to relive those football days because you can't just put on pads. But regardless, you are getting paid a lot of money to play a game that high school kids play and college and a lot of college kids don't get to go on to make money. That's where that area comes in. As a professional athlete that makes a lot of money, you are held to a higher standard. And as a professional athlete, things are going to be said about you on podcasts. Things are going to be said about you on shows. Things are going to be said about you on the court towards you. And... As a professional athlete, you have to rise above what is said to you or about you in the stance. And we've seen this in the NBA. Now, what Kyrie did was he also backed it up with his play. But let's talk about other players that have had this type of situation before. So let's start with none other than everybody's queen of the NBA, LeBron James. LeBron James, in the past couple seasons, and from what we've seen, if this has happened before, we would have to dive in more to it, has had some hecklings with fans. Remember, where I believe they were at Indiana. And he had fans thrown out. So let's dive back into this. Does everybody remember LeBron James getting two fans that sat courtside of the Pacers game ejected? He brought the officials over and pointed them out. So let's read the article about if you do not remember. Two fans heading courtside um, with the Indiana Pacers-Los Angeles Lakers game were ejected from the Fieldhouse Arena after visibly upset LeBron James. After walking over and pointing them out, the two spectators were escorted out of the arena. It's unclear what the two fans said or did LeBron, to, or did to get LeBron and him worked up to kick them out. While speaking after the game, LeBron adjusts the situation saying, when obscene gestures and language come into it, it can't be tolerated. James added, there's a difference from cheering for your team and not wanting the other team to win in things I would never say to a fan and they shouldn't say to me. So let me repeat that real quick. There's a difference from cheering for your team and not wanting the other team to win. And things I would never say to a fan and they would—they shouldn't say to me. So, LeBron has had this before. Now, they walked away at the wind that night. But LeBron uh, claims there might have been obscene things said to him. Things about his kids, I believe. And, of course, they will bring race into it. Another fan... Another player, I should say, that gets into it with fans as of late is Russell Westbrook. He's another person that goes, got told something from a fan. One article written was when they went and played the Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz, Russell Westbrook could no longer ignore the insults or contain his anger. On March 11th in a road game against the Utah Jazz, this is back when he was on Oklahoma City. The guard was visibly upset and stood near the end of the team's bench. You think I'm playing? I swear to God, he called out to somebody in the crowd. I swear to God, I'll F you up anyway. You, your wife, I'll F you up. He told reporters after the game "It's been this hasn't been the first time he's had verbal abuse while playing in Salt Lake City. Every time I come here, it's a lot of disrespectful things that's said. He explained his reaction as a response to a fan who told him to get down on your knees like you're used to. Comments he considered to be racial. Before a playoff game against the Jazz last year in Salt Lake City, Westbrook called for a member of the arena security after a fan had called him a boy as he warmed up. The 45-year-old jazz fan named Shane Kiesel told a local television station after the game in March they exchanged words with Westbrook from his seat and thought he and Westbrook were kind of having fun until things escalated. I never said a swear word to him, and everybody in the vicinity will say it. Um, before adding that he thought Westbrook was classless as he addressed reporters after the game Westbrook said he didn't regret his actions and would no longer be silent when confronting with verbal abuse from fans adding that he believed NBA players needed more protection in arenas there's got to be some consequences for those types of people that come to the game just to say and do whatever they want to say and I don't think it's fair to the players the next day Jazz announced that uh, Kiesel had been banned for life for violating the NBA Code of Conduct, the team's investigation, which included interviews with eyewitness and video reviews, determined that Kiesel used excessive and derogatory de- 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 verbal abuse directed at a player. The NBA fined Westbrook $25,000 for directly profanity and threatening language to a fan. Thunder players Patrick Patterson and Raymond Felton co- uh, corroborated Westbrook's uh, version of the exchange, and several Jazz players spoke out in support of him. Jazz owner Gail Miller addressed the crowd before the team's next home game, saying Utah was not a racist community and called for players to be treated with respect. Westbrook's confrontation was not isolated. incident. on March 29th, the Celtics announced a two-year ban for a fan, a minor after Golden State Warriors center DeMarcus Cousins said that a fan had directed racist language towards him in Boston January 26th. And this continues. So there uh, there's some situations. But Westbrook, this was way back when, but he has had other things since then. Um, Another one with LeBron James. LeBron James responds to Fan who heckled him during Lakers' loss to Pelicans. Shut your ass up. In the middle of the Lakers game against the New Orleans Pelicans, which ended in a blowout, LeBron was heard responding to a fan in the crowd who appeared to be heckling them. Tell me one thing you know about basketball besides the ball going in. Shut your ass up. He can be heard saying to and to the crowd. During much of the second half of the game, the Lakers were met with boos from fans who can't be happy with the team's recent struggles. I don't have answers for that tonight. He admitted the team's performance for the eighth minute of the second quarter towards wasn't up to snuff. James wasn't the only player to respond jeers from the crowd in the same clip. Um, shared on Instagram, Trevor Ariza can be heard calling somebody in the crowd a B-I-T-C-H. The heckler, in that instance, was later escorted out of the Crypto.com arena. Russell Westbrook was also filmed interacting with the crowd, but it's unclear what he said. This isn't the first time that LeBron pushed back against uh, vocal fans this season. He noticeably had the two pacers removed, so this was later on when obscene gestures and language came for them. So this is, again, not The other time. So. Before we dive into the next part. Let's talk about our NBA player soft. Now here's what I'm going to say first. Us as fans. When we buy tickets. And go to these games. I will say this. We necessarily cannot say. Everything we want to. If I went to a game. And LeBron was right there. I'm not going to yell out anything I wouldn't say to him. I could say, hey, you suck. Hey, LeBron, you know, how's your four and six finals record or four and seven finals record? Hey, LeBron, that championship didn't count. Hey, LeBron, Michael's the GOAT. Hey, LeBron, you're not a leader. Those type of things, and those type of things cannot get me kicked out. But as fans, we cannot be yelling certain things. We cannot be yelling anything, obviously racial. We cannot be yelling anything about their. You know, maybe about their wives and their kids. Definitely not their kids. Nothing about their mamas. I wouldn't say anything like that. So as fans, you know, obviously you cannot say what you want. But at the same token, this is the type of stuff that's been said to NBA players, NFL players, forever. I guarantee, especially NBA NBA is different when you've got fans literally right by you. In the NFL, they're in a stadium. You'll hear some of it when you're on the sideline, but there's still that distance between you. So in the NBA, they're going to be right there. Now, here's the thing. Most fans that yell some of the stuff out, do they 110% mean it? Eh, maybe, but probably not. They're saying these things to get under your skin. And here's the thing, LeBron and Russell Westbrook and Kyrie... Remember, bullies, they say things to you to get under your skin. And once they know they're under your skin, they know they've got you. Same thing uh, when you had bullies in school. But let's look at Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan would say this type of stuff to you on the basketball court. And once you he got a response from you, once he got any type of rise out of you, you were his. So here's my thing so Michael Jordan had been thrown out of games. I don't think so. So I understand from the aspect of fans necessarily can't say certain things. But here's my other point. How do you know LeBron and Russell Westbrook and the and some NBA players exactly what gets said to you when there's tons of fans? Do you get mixed up? wasn't necessarily these people that said it. You're just kind of, you heard in this general direction, so you assume it was this. And then, again, it goes back to being a professional athlete. So when LeBron says, shut the hell up, you need to rise above that. It's hard to be a professional athlete and separate the professional athlete part from the human being side. But here's the thing again. You're making a ton of money. You're supposed to be people that little kids look up to and when they see this they necessarily may not look up to you anymore or because i deal with high school kids they're going to see this and say it's okay when we're at a basketball game or whatever and a fan says this to me i can turn around and say that to them that is not okay well, i understand you're sticking up for yourself but have you ever seen an nba player professional athlete stop the game go to the ref Pull them over and say, Kick this person out. When have you seen that? Did Kobe do that? Did Michael Jordan do that? No. So, I had these some of these NBA players and the NBA stars are just getting soft. And I think when they are struggling in a game, they look for something to take the thought and the pressure and the fact that their team is struggling or they're struggling off of them. <clears throat> When LeBron did this with the Lakers, they were struggling. Russell Westbrook did this a couple of times. They're struggling. So that's where that comes to mind. And remember, Michael and them, they would hear this stuff said to them, laugh, and use it as fuel. Kobe would turn to the crowd and go like this. If you did something and stared down the people that said it to you, that would be a better solution than what churning and getting them kicked out, churning and saying something to them. Yes, I agree. If somebody says something racist to you, if someone threatens the life of your family, I get it. But there also has to be the other side. Fans are going to say everything and anything to try to get under your skin. And if you're a superstar, the moment you react to it, that means they have gotten under your skin. Instead of using the words as fuel, instead of saying, you know what, this is exactly the push I needed to be pissed off and go score, go play defense, rip the hearts out of this town. And then when it's said and done, I can stare at them, give them a head nod and go. But no, superstars now need the attention on them superstars now say "Hmm, it's not nice words aren't nice they hurt my feelings i i just don't understand why some of these superstars are mentally weak i don't get it we all have had stuff said about us to our face or behind our backs And as coaches that I talk to, when stuff like that happens, we tell them it's just words. It's just noise. It's just trying to get under your skin to get a rise out of you. So that way you're off your game. You're not going to focus on the task at hand and they're going to get you. So LeBron and Russell Westbrook need to suck it up. And outside of just fans, here's an example of when people on TV say something. Skip Bayless, who has been on first take of ESPN and then now has been on Undisputed for a few years with Shannon Sharp, he is not shy to calling people certain names. We've called LeBron, Queen, LeQueen, Flop, other things. Russell Westbrook has not played well for the past few years. So there's been times where Skip Bayless has called him Russell Westbrook. Well, he doesn't like to be called that. And his wife actually came and said something about it on social media about Skip Bayless. Bayless was called out by Nina Westbrook, the wife of L.A. Lakers star Russell Westbrook specifically. She didn't like some of the comments he had been making about her beau. I'm tired of you, Skip Bayless, calling my husband out of his name. So now we have fans that bother NBA players, and then we have people who are on TV, and they say Russell Westbrook. They say some other name. Now all of a sudden, that is hurting their feelings, because now all of a sudden, we live in a world where you can't say anything. It's almost like you can't say anything. Is it really that bad? Now, if he said on TV, hey, Russell Westbrook, you are an an idiot. You suck. You do this. You do that. Blah, blah, blah. F this, blah, blah. And went on and on and on. That's different. To call Russell Westbrook, call LeBron LeBrick is not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. I get it. As a family member of that person, you're probably a little upset. Like, hey, you know, come on now. But again, you know what they signed up for. When you're a professional coach, you're a professional athlete, you're an owner, you're a GM, you're the dang water boy, criticisms are going to come heavier way. They're going to come heavier way. I've taken criticism. I coached at a high school in a small town. And in that small town, everybody thought they knew everything. And if we lost a football game, it didn't get blamed on the head coach. It was towards me. I remember walking into Walmart and people saying something to me as a high school coach. Criticisms come your way in sports in general, especially as a coach. But when you get to professional ranks in college, stuff's going to come your way. So here's the deal, professional athletes. Fans are going to say things to you. Fans are going to say things they would say to your face. Some fans are going to get crazy. But guess what? Now you have caused fans that paid the money. See, I hope they got their money back when they're banned. That that game's like, you know what? I want my money back because you kicked me out. And how do you prove that? Because you talk to people around say, oh, yeah, they said that. They said that. Is it true? Is it not true? You could have just said, hey, you can't come back for a game. Something like that. Now you guys have caused fans to be kicked out. Now, if they said something racist, it's on video or something, or they said threaten the lives of somebody, absolutely, go. And as fans, we need to control ourselves. I don't go in there and say that stuff. I've never sat courtside, but I don't say those things. But as fans, you have to take a step back and realize you cannot say some of these things. Now, you can keep going and going and saying some of it, and some of it's just going to be a part of it. It just is. Go to a high school game. You hear that stuff, too. Not to the extreme top like it might have been reported, but you hear that. So, NBA fans, we need to calm down. Other professional fans, we need to calm down. But you professional athletes, it's called thick skin. It's called, you know what? They ain't worth my time to respond to. You know, I'm going to just use it as fuel to play. But this is just showing what type of world we're churning to. What type of athlete we're turning into when these people who are superstars that are supposed to be strong physically, but strong mentally have proven time and time again they're not. LeBron has shown that if he's just enough talented, if he surrounds himself with other huge star talent, he can walk away with a handful just a couple of championships but he's still mentally the weakest all superstar we've seen. You know, if you compare him to Kobe and Michael, Kobe and Michael, you know, can we talk about, you know, there's documentation of what was said in the eighties and the nineties and stuff that got said to Kobe. Remember the thing in cat and Colorado with Kobe, read the books, watch the stuff, stuff said to him. Did he go turn and say, kick that fan out? He used it as, motivation he did the ear thing and you know hey I, mean, I can't hear you that's what he would do that's what he decided to do the old superstars wouldn't have wasted time on the fan now maybe in a media press conference somebody said something as you're walking in the hallway that's fine i think was West wasbrook just recently got popcorn thrown at him now that stuff yes you know security needs to handle that they need to go but some of these fans have been just proven that they can be very sensitive. And you and you wonder if this is why some of them don't move on because their there outside worries are things outside of the field, outside of the court. Kyrie, do I really have a problem with flipping off the fan? No, not really. And the fact that he backed it up, almost won the game. But ultimately, Kyrie, don't fall into that. Don't try he said it was fun. He laughed. That type of thing. I don't believe he talked to him. He just kinda of did that. Now, when he did the shot, churned, and really gave the bird, that's a little extreme. The little gesture on the head, I think people we can look at it and say, okay. You know, that was kind of funny. To churn and do it, that's a whole different thing. Kyrie, don't fall into LeBron's trap. You are better than LeBron. Don't fall into a Russell Westbrook trap. You are better than that. NBA players, be better. Fans, be better. But you still have to be able to heckle them. NBA players, quit being soft. Make sure you guys check out all the affiliates in the description below. Please hit that like button and the subscribe button on the YouTube channel. Uh, Again, uh, follow and rate it. And if If you find the podcast where you listen to your podcast, please give it a star rating on Apple. Um, Go check out all the other episodes. Please go check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Coach Steve Show. Go check that out. There will be stuff on there that's just extra episodes and stuff that will not be talked about on YouTube or the Spotify or Apple. Um, Thank you guys so much for watching and or listening. Um, And just like LeBron James out of the playoffs, just like Russ Westbrook out of the playoffs, and just like the fans that got kicked out, we are out of here.